Dial Nits, a podcast about the Dutch band Nits. A celebration of five decades of sophisticated music from the Netherlands. Your host, Erik Vakon. De Nits zijn trouw aan zichzelf. De Nits zijn altijd nieuwsgierig. Neugierig. Yeah, and the first thing is true to themselves. Neugierig. Curious. A curious band, the Nits, in more senses than one. Curious as in peculiar, strange, even extraordinary. Or as in longing to know, inquisitive. Europa. Other voices, Europa. other views. The Nits are seen by others, by fans, friends, collaborators, admirers. Europa. Voices from the Netherlands. Europe. Tom America, artist and musician, ex-leader of the band Tom America's Gasperi, and of Mum. Since when do you know each other? I think you weren't even with Mum then. No, 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 yeah. no. This starts in 1978. So we we first met uh, at the recording of the Keihard and Swingend album, which was kind of the start of punk music in uh, in the Netherlands. And of course, all these bands that were recorded. So I don't know, 10 bands were recorded at a, f- a small festival at Paradiso. We both played for that album. And then I c- can remember very clearly that uh, when I was there and the Nits had to play, I immediately after the gig went to the dressing room to get to know them. So that was an intuition I had, but it, I, I haven't done it with any other band then. I did it with, with uh, Hank and, uh, and Michiel. And uh, from there on, there's a straight line until today. Mm-hmm. And what struck you about that band back then? I think the, the way they looked, the way they behaved, the, the way the, the songs were constructed and sounded. They were more poppy then, a bit kind of sea like but with a rougher way of singing, not, not as smooth as Tensee. I recognized the style that I, that I favored. Which was like pop music from England. Yeah, that's it. It was very English, yeah, then. Because later, it, it, you know, Hank went through several waves of influences. Like, well, Dutch Mountains to me is, is, has a kind of Bob Dylan uh, way of singing this song uh, and how the song is constructed. A bit speechy. I get the idea. Um, yes, so something struck you about the band and, and its parallel lives. So one of your albums, as Mum, was in fact produced by Hank. It was the album Ontwick, yes. Now tell me about that experience. Well, the opening move for that was, of course, Matanite. Hank was in a kind of crisis how to go on after Michiel left the band. And I think that was around that time that he went for a long trip to America to find inspiration. After that, they made the album Hank. And I think almost uh, in the same time he made um, La Grande Parade, a tribute to an exhibition by uh, the Dutch uh, museum director, Edie de Wilde. And he asked many of his musical friends to make a song to one of the paintings. And I chose Matanite, a painting by uh, Picasso. And um, 
I asked myself, well, what, what does my mother mean for me? What is that? And so I uh, could remember that my mother once said, I've seen you as a little baby. You have no secrets for me. And then I thought, maybe she uh, she knows something about, uh, some has some secrets about me. And so I thought, well, I can ask her about a secret. I don't know when I started eating cheese sandwiches. Mom? Weet jij nog wanneer ik voor de eerst een boterham met kaas gegeten heb? Nou, dat is moeilijk te zeggen wanneer je dat precies gegeten hebt. Maar ik denk dat je toen uh, een jaar of... En dat became een song met een IT. And Hank liked it. I was very uh, surprised that he liked it so much. After that we, we got more connected and we had no more record company. So he said, you can come to us. We have a studio, uh, we have a label, Werf label. So that's that's how it started. And then the influence of Hank was, was very, how do you call it? Very deep. He made us much more fresh. Before that, we had made an album Grond, which was quite heavy. And it was overproduced uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. So you could imagine, uh, ask yourself, uh, where's the band actually? Where, where is the band? I hear a lot of sounds, but is that the band? And Hank brought us back to the band and to who we were. So uh, I'm still very grateful for that. the idea that maybe what connects you also at an artistic level is that you always have the feeling that it's more than just music. Music is like a, 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 the platform on which you move, but there are so many other influences. There is this one song that is on the album called The Influden. Uh, De Influden, excuse my Dutch. Um, De, in, De Influden, yes. <laughs> where you talk about that and there are musicians, but there are not only musicians. And I think that's something oh. that connects you Yeah, there are a lot of artists, like Jan Hanlo, the poet, uh, or Joseph Beuys, the visual uh, artist. So I I went to art school, mm. and I envied my uh, colleague students that they learned things that they could immediately go to work with, because these were visual art influences. And I s- saw these energies, these visual art energies, but I was making music. So how could I link those two? And that took me years and years and years to find a way to something of the spirit that I saw in visual art, in my favorite visual art, to inject it into the music. Joseph Boys But uh, and, and of course Hank and I come from visual schools, uh, art schools, so that's that's a link. And of course I think we take our very personal situation as a beginning to create something. 
So we, we were very close to ourselves. I was just watching your video for Nederland, and yes. I thought um, I, c I can see echoes in both ways with the work of the Nits. And there's this sort of like eccentricity and playfulness. Yeah, it is. And that's also uh, being like a child, you know, you, you play with, with whatever is available. And, and then you start, there's actually, there's, there's no uh, condition or so. And I think the Nits also are very, very uh, good in, in working with basic elements. A tripod and a camera, that's already enough to, to start and, and, and not very, so not to work with very complicated technical um, means or so. And don't forget the still lives. The still lives are, are, are very modest, just a, a few objects and then trying the hardest you can to paint something that is very much that what you see. It's a very modest way of creating arts, actually. That's absolutely a, a parallel. Uh, between us, yes. There is something that you mentioned just before the first punk festival. Now, looking back, I mean, the Nits will soon be 50 years old. Yeah, unbelievable. Are you surprised by the path that they've taken? No. No, it's a very natural path. They, and, and of course, there were some major things happening in Hank's life. Uh, Robert John joined the band, which was kind of a miracle. Because... Robert John is such a huge talent, and he's so very good in, in what he does. Playing uh, samplers, synths, arranging, uh, finding great sounds, and also musical-wise. Huh? I, I always say he's actually uh, comes from, from the family of, of Caravan and, and Soft Machine. All those British bands of, of yeah, the 60s, that, that 70s. Yeah, jazzy, jazzy kind of attitude, melodic jazzy. And he added that to the style of Hank. And so this was a one plus one is four situation. And of course, there's one very simple and root, rooted thing in, in, in them. They're friends. So they, they don't have uh, the noise of, of, of egos that uh, want to be bigger than the other one. Now, they've gone through different lineups, but the core yeah. trio is always there. Is that part of the strength of, of the band? Yeah, of course. Of course. Actually, you could say that the Nits with a, with a real live bass player would sound a bit better. But the Nits as an organism don't need an extra bass player because they have Robert John. And he can play the bass and it sounds a bit more electronic maybe, or, but he has great samples, so it's, it's not a real problem. But as an entity, it's those three, the survivors. And they make still great music and the people love them for it. So they tour after tour after tour. So it's okay and it's good that they are now in this, in this stripped band. There is something about the origin of the band, where they come from, that has always struck me. And maybe you are the correct person to answer this. I always had the feeling, yeah, there is like an influence of the Dutch landscape on what they do. Yeah, I spoke about that with, with, with Hank. Um, like the, the Dutch art tone is clean. You have uh, Rietveld and Jan Schoonhoven. And so if you go over the border to Belgium, it's Completely different. It's more surrealistic. Not as... Like Mondrian. That's very Dutch. Of course, he lived a long time in Paris and in France, and he lived in America. 
And I think that the Americans really liked his, uh, his art, the people who understood it. Uh, but I think Hank is really uh, uh, in, that, in that cool style. He's, he's not about uh, heavy guitar solos or, you know, behaving like a real rock star on a stage. Um, you could maybe see a parallel with, uh, with a band like um, The Talking Heads. Mm. And uh, David Byrne, of course, is also an, a real art man. And maybe the most successful arty pop musician of his generation. And there's, there's a link there. And, and so the, the, the Dutch attitude, in a way, is what you can see with the Nits. They, they, they are uh, really, um, uh, they have the, the right to be our ambassadors in that way. In, in, in the way they present themselves, in the way they, they create their songs, in the way they, they talk about things in their songs. And of course, in their friendship too. And they're not, not being uh, these big egos. One last thing, I always thought of the Nits as, as being the prime example of a continental European band. Despite all the influences maybe that you would get from, from England, naturally via, via the Beatles or XTC, Elvis Costello and all those people, but nevertheless with a very strong European appeal. Would you agree? Absolutely. There was, of course, one of the main reasons they have survived that, that for instance Finland and, and you know all about it, Switzerland started to invite them and uh, Hank once told me that they played somewhere in Switzerland and Elvis Costello was playing somewhere else in the same city and that they had more people in their audience than Elvis Costello a, a title like Adieu Sweet Bahnhof that's three languages three European languages in how many words so uh, They always think uh, were inspired by Europe, Europa, and they worked with what Europe is. So they took things out of uh, the culture and they used for the lyrics and, and for the, the atmosphere, French atmosphere, for instance, with an accordion. And for instance, uh, Hank made these very small comic, uh, they're not really comic, but they are kind of Come and cheek, uh, the Birdman uh, uh, clips. And all over Europe he made them. And also in a way that you can recognize this is not in Holland. This is somewhere else. He's showing us Europe in a way. And the respect for Europe. Of course, Europe is great. It's fantastic. All these people, all these different people that, that are joined in, in the Europe European project. That's such a gift from, from the people that... Um, were in power after the uh, Second World War and, and, and said, well, we must do it different because we failed twice this, this uh, century. We should invent something different. And that's Europe. And we're, we're not fighting, we're trading. And we're exchanging. And we're proud of each other. Most of the time, some of the time. <laughs> But it's, it's great to drive in a car to Spain or to Italy. And that's, so we're so colorful. And that's what you get with, with the Nits. I, yeah, I think so. Dutch ambassadors, do they get the recognition that they deserve? What do you think? No, but that's, that's all right. That they're not received in a way uh, that it's over the top or so. It's cool. It's, it's realistic in a way. The attitude is a realistic attitude. The, these are realistic people that you can meet in the streets. And they're not superstars. They're not bonos or so. Uh, it's not hysteric. It's cool. 
Nederland weet hoe groot de niets zijn. Very few people know how big and how important and how great the niets are. Erik de Jong, better known under his stage name Spinvis. I listen to the niets all my life. We are more or less the same age, I think, but those guys were successful uh, much sooner than, than I was, so I was at home or working in the factory or uh, doing some job somewhere and I was listening, I will listen to the nits and I always thought, yes, it's possible. It's possible to make something with your own mind, with your own imagination and your own skills and that is new, that's, that belongs to you and that you can communicate with people who all Not, not everyone will like it, but it can um, exist. They opened the door for me with their music. They're saying it's okay. It's okay to to um, use your imagination. Be free in your form. Be free in your music. Be free in everything you want to choose. And that's well, it's maybe a cliche, but you need you need someone. Who, who guides you and uh, and Hank uh, and then the other other boys of course uh, yeah but, uh, my 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 teachers in in that, that kind of but maybe the the trick is when you want to listen to the nits is not to compare it with something else so you have to to switch off the, The, the compare button somehow and then listen to it as, as, as if it was completely uh, something new. Everything that the people seem to like in music, it's, it's just, it's not interesting. Not the aggressiveness and not the Um, all, all, all the crying and all the self-pity. It, it, it is een doodlopende weg. Het is een doodlopende weg. It's a one-end road. Hoe zie je dat? It's a dead-end street, yes, of course. So, of course, I can make a song about the anger I feel about the politics or things happening in in society and and, and of course I'm, i'm just a civilian i'm reading the paper and i'm i'm angry about things but making a song with that with that uh, anger is not going to be a great song a great song for me is is something mysterious something that that has has its own life has its own that that keeps on living that you don't know exactly what it's what's about So it's um, and the anger, or the or the tears, or the it 
it can be a start. It can be a start of a song, but but not the end of a song. That's not that's not good. For me, pop music has nothing to do with the chords and the piano and the, the text. It's something above that. It's very mysterious. Um, but it has everything to do with the sound and what's coming out of your speakers. And that's why I like the nits. And it's um, the mystery of the nits is it's in the sound. If you uh, take it apart, it will die of vivisexy, you know? <laughs> Here I am. My child on the Eiffel Tower Looking down When the light disappears Paris frozen town It has everything to do with the way he sings. If, if, if someone else would sing it with a different attitude, it would not work that way. Now she turns face to the camera, photograph. There's a misunderstanding, I think. Poetry is not the same as and the lyrics of a song. It's just not the same. They sing the same. Diamond snake around her. I can't see it anymore. More than half of the art of Hank exists in the way he does it. So the sound, the things that come out of the speakers coming in your ear. That's that's the art of the nits. And and of course his poetry is beautiful, but it's not on paper, it's it's sound. We dream that we fall with a parachute. Like angels do. So his voice and the way he, he places the words, everything the world um, has to do with that art. So maybe the word poetry is, is misleading in the way we talk about it. I can't feel it anymore. Nobody's looking my We listened to Angst the other night. We were, we were three guys in the car, all musicians, and we were so blown away again, again by by, by this music. But not only the music, but it's the attitude of making music, the attitude um, of, of how this music work was made. And they're, be, they're becoming more and more experimental. They're becoming more and more free in their in their in their. And that's so. Uh, beautiful and uh, for me it's, it's a great example of how it should be you know uh, how it should be you try to, 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 to break down the walls again and again and again I can't taste it anymore somebody's knocking on
not only about the music, it's about the way of life, I think, of the way you, you approach your art. Yeah. Maybe that's the, the good thing of what Hank is trying to do, is that the, the fear and the, the laughing and laughing about fear, and, and that it's, it's complicated, yeah. And very human at the same time. I talked to Spinfist this morning and he said, I don't think that people in Holland know how great this band is. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. They, they deserve more because they are so unique, I guess. Okay, ik ben uh, Hart-Jan van der Meulen. Ik ben componist uh, al 40 jaar. Hart-Jan van der Meulen, composer from Amsterdam has been active in the world of classical music for the longest time. But in the last 10 years, he has returned to pop music, working with artists like Spinfist, Vera van der Poel, and Hank Hofstede. Well, I was always a big fan of the Nits. And um, then in 2009, I had an opera produced. It was about Neskio the famous Dutch writer. And of course, the Nits had also done their song about Neskio. So I invited Hank to come to see the opera. And apparently he liked it. So, And then a few years later, uh, I was recording my first pop album, I would say. And I was looking for singers to contribute to it. Of course, uh, Hank's... The name came up and uh, I thought it would be great if, if he would contribute his vocals to three of my songs because there was a kind of strong relationship between my music and the music of the Nits. Three of us afloat in the meadow by the stream Three of us aboard in the basket on the deep Winds are in the air Blowing in the spring And waves are on the meadow Like the waves they are at sea Of course, many people have been comparing him to John Lennon And um, so I think, I think we share the same um, affinity with the music of the Beatles So I think that's... And also, yeah all the other different aspects of the Nits appealed to me. So it was a great opportunity to, to ask Hank uh, to sing the songs. Rob Plut, yeah. Well, I, actually, I started out as a drummer as well. <laughs> of course, then the intricate drum patterns of Rob sort of appealed to me. I wasn't the kind of... Uh, rock steady drummer just like Rob isn't so I guess there is also kind of uh, similarity there so uh, yeah not not real rock drummer so uh, 
that I was supposed to be because I was playing in rock bands and they asked me to play louder and uh, more solid. I was also always looking for more intricate patterns to, to play. Yeah, that was my connection with Rob. When he came in after a few albums, um, he brought a kind of new musical perspective also huh? because of his classical background and uh, so that was really an enrichment to, to the overall sound of the lid. so uh, yeah he's amazing I first heard him of course with Tutti Ragazzi so that's a pop song eh? so and somehow the nits made a, a kind of same a kind of development as the Beatles eh? like uh, beginning songs about uh, like boy meets girl Tutti Ragazzi is about that so, and later on evolving towards a band who's much more than that eh? than, than the average rock and roll band singing about boy meets girl so, uh, and of course the background of, of uh, Hank and uh, visual arts is also important. Uh, no other artist at that time would have like a painting on the cover or write about uh, a sculpture like Henry Moore. So that was really new, I guess, like the Beatles also did new things. Uh, and they were pop bands, but somehow they were also uh, avant-garde at the same time. And that's really special if, they are, if you're popular and you're doing the avant-garde and people like it. Nits. Painting with notes and words. Ver Abrams, journalist. Nits. Tranquil. Thrifty. Fragile. Nostalgic. Melodic. Nits. Dutch trio discovers its own European music. Nits. Three Dutch guys, 50 years long, curious to their own musical ability. Nits, like Mondrian, from realistic to abstract, from recognizable pop to paintings with a few lines. Yeah. 
Oh, oh. 